4th of July, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Lax Awareness. I hope you all enjoyed that intro of Queen Vicky, who has been dethroned, ladies and gentlemen. She has been dethroned. I'm also very proud of myself uh, for my new uh, audio expertise with this podcast. I've figured out how to plug in some vocals and some sound clips. So yes, everyone, please give me a standing O for that. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> um, but yes, hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Lax. We are here on July 4th. Happy July 4th, everybody. I hope you're all getting a schwitz. I hope you're all in a pool. I hope you're all drinking a lot of alcohol. I hope you're all doing all the July 4th things. And in honor of America's birthday, I am going to reveal something to you all. It's a secret that I am finally letting out. And it is that I Melissa Lax hate the season of summer. <laughs> now, every time I quietly plug this into conversation or mention this briefly and breezy and light in a conversation, I'm looked at like I have 5,000 heads. Well, I am shouting it from the rooftops loud and proud on this podcast. I don't like summer. I don't like summer. I think it's hot. I think it's sweaty. I think it's too much sun in my eyes. I do not thrive in warm climates. My hair is bigger than the earth. It's a crazy monster Jew fro. I could probably submit my hair into hair contests. (laughs) Uh, I don't like it. I don't like the humidity. I don't like the 90 degrees. I don't like my clothes in summer. I have much better winter outfits and fall outfits. I don't like summer. I have not been a summer fan for my entire life. And I am now admitting it to you all. No joke. I would rather vacation in a frozen tundra in the deep Arctic or anywhere in Vermont, Colorado, um, Boston, (laughs) Chicago. I I do. I am a big cold person. I love the cold. I love the fall. I love me a nice scarf, a cute hat, a great coat. I love it. I'm not a big skirt fan. I'm not a big short fan. I'm not a big sweating fan. And I don't like spending my life savings at a dry bar taming my Jufro. The humidity is ridiculous. And I really don't look forward to summer. When it comes to that September air, I'm like a giddy five-year-old fucking kid. I love it. I love the fall. I love the winter. I love football season. I love the holidays. You know, and that's me. And I get a lot of flack for this. I've getting a lot of flack for this all my life. 
Uh, I get a lot of flack from it recently. And I am standing up strong. I am starting a uh, I Hate Summer support group. If any of you guys are out there, let me know. Contact me. The whole world doesn't have to like summer, people. It's not the greatest thing that ever walked the fucking earth. And I am starting that group, starting that support group. I'm with you. Let's all unite. Uh, I don't know what we would call ourselves. What would we call ourselves? Um, I'm going to think of it and then I'm going to come back to, I'm going to reroute this conversation later on in the summer. And I'm going to come up with that name, the I Hate Summer Support Group name. It's going to be a cool, cool, funky name. (laughs) A sleek, chic, and unique name, which is a callback to my wedding, if you all know. I am going to figure out that name. But In conclusion, I am announcing that secret on this podcast that I hate summer. This would be right around the time where I would plug in a sponsor if I had sponsors. (laughs) If anybody's out there, along with my uh, people out there that hate summer, if anyone's out there that wants to sponsor the podcast, let me know. I am all for it. You know... I take meal delivery services. I'll take a FabFitFun box. Whatever you want. Contact me. I'll plug you in. You can be a sponsor. Can we also talk about Taylor Swift and what the fuck's going on with her? I don't really get this story. Um, Actually, I kind of get this story. So apparently all of her rights to her music and her record label is being sold to that Scooter Braun guy. If anyone doesn't know, Scooter Braun is that um, creepy looking dude. Actually, he's not that creepy. But he's that young dude that made a ton of money when he was young by managing... Bieber, well, he found Bieber with Usher, and he manages Ariana Grande and that Call Me Maybe girl. He's big in the music industry, and he just bought this big machine records, which apparently is her record label. And with that acquisition, he also has rights to all of her old music. Taylor is so upset. And said that he, Scooter, bullied her years ago. And quote, this is a quote from Taylor Swift. My musical legacy is about to lie in the hands of someone who tried to dismantle it. Um, okay, first of all, Taylor. <laughs> first of all, I've never been a fan of Taylor Swift. I think she is very catty. I think she is kind of annoying. I really don't know her personally, which is why I can say all these things publicly, but I've never been a fan. Um, Her music, it's okay. Yes, it's very catchy. It's very cute. Yeah, if I hear it in a car or when I'm out, yeah, I'll sing along and dance to it. But I've never been a fan of her personally. I think her whole girl squad and girl posse, I think that shit was really annoying. And I think this whole thing is a little much. Um, Apparently, there's another article saying that she had the ability to buy her rights and her masters they call it but she decided to walk away so if she decided to walk away what does she expect 
if she walks away, it's from what it looks like, it's up for sale. And this dude decided to buy it. Good for him. I'm actually team Scooter here. I think she's handling this a little too immaturely. And I think she's blasting this guy in the public, which I think is absurd. And I think she's doing this because there hasn't been a story about her lately. Uh, when's the last time we heard about Taylor Swift? I heard she put out a new song from my husband a few weeks ago because he came across it randomly. I didn't even know she put out a new song. And I think she's dying a little bit, to be honest with you. And I think she was like, oh, I haven't been in the present in a while. Let me start shit up. That's what I think she did. And remember that time... I think it was last summer or the summer before where she went on tour and she called up the most random celebrities to the stage. It was psychotic and crazy. She, I think one concert, she just randomly called up Joey, Matt LeBlanc, like Joey Tribbiani on stage just randomly. Like, who? why the fuck does she need to call it Matt LeBlanc on stage? I love Joey. I, I love him. But why what does that have to do what is their purpose he doesn't sing he doesn't dance it was so weird it's so weird she's very very weird I think the way she you know acts and dances is weird and I like some of her songs I said it I like them I think they're catchy but her whole persona overall is weird I would take Miss Ariana Grande and Queen Lady Gaga over Taylor Swift any fucking day. I'd even take Miley Cyrus over Taylor Swift. I think Taylor is ridiculous. But I would like to say that I just took a quick five-minute break and I watched the entire Bad Blood music video again. And although she is incredibly ridiculous, that music video is really good. (laughs) All the people in it are great. Uh, I love it. I literally was trying to download a clip of it to put in this podcast with my new audio skills, uh, but it wasn't working probably because she doesn't want anyone to steal her fucking music because she's annoying and she's so protective, but I got sucked into the video and it was so fucking good. I really didn't realize how many people are in it. Lots of good people. I wonder if she's still friends with all of them or she still speaks to all of them. Probably not because she's really annoying and ridiculous. And I hope you guys all love my rants today on this beautiful holiday. If you're sick of your family and your holiday celebrations, you can enjoy me and my voice complaining and whining. It's like your family members in the room with you. We got to talk about all of the weddings this weekend, this past weekend. Wedding number one, Catherine McPhee and David Foster. If any of you guys know uh, Miss Gigi Hadid, Miss Bella Hadid, Sarah Foster, I forgot her sister's name, Erin Foster, that's it, and Yolanda Hadid Foster, uh, previously from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All these individuals are linked to Mr. David Foster. David Foster is a big-time music guy. He wrote a ton of famous popular songs. I think one of his biggest ones was I Was I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Uh, He's really big in the music industry and he's had like 5 million celebrity wives. (laughs) One of them 
I believe was the same woman that is Brody Jenner's mom, who also used to be married to Elvis. Shit, I forget her name. I think it's Linda something. Um, and then recently he was married to Yolanda. He was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They got divorced. It was a huge shocker. He now just got married to American Idol alum and 33-year-old Catherine McPhee. I also forgot to mention that David Foster is like has to be like 75,000 years old. <laughs> so it's it's really funny and a very interesting couple to watch. Um, wedding number two is my personal favorite, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. I'm obsessed with them. I think they are adorable. They're adorable in not like a corny way. They're adorable in a cool fun, down to earth, doesn't give a shit kind of way. And I think that's amazing. They actually, speaking also of the Real Houses of Beverly Hills, they got married in that same French chateau house that they just stayed in on this season. Uh, it's a beautiful house. The housewife season was terrible, but the house they stayed in was amazing. <laughs> um, and I wasn't surprised that Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas got married there. They are great. And all of the Jonas brothers were there, including my personal favorite, uh, the other couple, Nick and Priyanka. They're not really my personal favorite. I actually despise the two of them. And I think Nick Jonas needs our help. So Nick, blink twice if you need our help to get out of that fucking relationship. But, of course, they were there all in their narcissistic glory. And it looked great. And Mazel, Sophie, and Joe, very, very happy for both of them. But we have to talk about the biggest wedding of the weekend. The royal wedding, we like to call it for all of us Bravo fans. Jax and Brittany got married. Now, this wedding seemed utterly and crazy ridiculous it was held in uh the middle of kentucky it looked like it was hot as hell from instagram so of course i me being the hater of summer and heat that i am i probably would have hated it and there were about 525,000 sponsors at this wedding. Every other Instagram post that the Vanderpump Rules kids posted was a sponsor, whether it was Taco Bell, Dry Bar, a vodka company. I mean, it was it was absurd. But I must say, Brittany looked beautiful. Jax looked great. They all looked great. They all looked like they were having a great time. They were happy. They were loving it. And I'm a little proud of Mr. Jax. We've all seen him grow from the day he came into our lives back in 2013, I think it was, when he was just the douchiest, worst person on television. He's grown up to be a lovely guy. Hopefully the marriage lasts. I don't think it will, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, I actually, this is going to sound crazy, but I actually think and would like their marriage to last more than Mr. and Mrs. Bubba, uh, fucking Katie and Tom Schwartz, who are the absolute worst. I think they're worse than Jackson Brittany, to be honest with you. 
I used to love Katie and now I despise her. And I think the two of them are terrible and I think they secretly hate each other. And I think they are the first ones that are going to get divorced. Uh, so hopefully they last longer than Brittany and Jax. Wow, this is a really, really negative podcast. I'm really sorry, guys. I feel like I'm ruining all of your July 4th. <laughs> but it's also funny. Listen, you need that person to say everything that everyone else is thinking. And I hope you're all nodding as you're listening to this. Like, yes, I do agree with you because... You know, it's fun to talk shit, and that's what this podcast is all about. Identifying people that lack awareness and talking mad, mad shit. The fun bus is leaving, and this time, I'm in the driver's seat. You guys, she has been dethroned. As I said in the beginning of this podcast, they announced this week that Queen Victoria Gunvalson... The OG of the OC, the OG of the entire Housewife franchise, is no longer a main cast member. This is huge news in the Bravo community, huge news in the Housewives community, huge news in reality fucking television. Now, she is a friend of, which they like to call in the Housewife universe, uh, demotion, (laughs) She is on the season. The trailer came out this week. She is on the trailer. So she is not leaving our screens entirely, but she does not have all the benefits as a main cast member. I believe she does not go on the main cast trip. She is not in as many scenes. It's an interesting, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting change. I think this was a long time coming. I've always had mixed feelings about Vicky. She is the queen. She is the last remaining housewife from the very, very beginning. She was on the very first season of Real Houses of Orange County, which was the very first franchise of the entire the entire housewives community. So she literally is the quote OG. Um, and it's, it's a shock, but it's a not a shock. Some people are in an uproar, starting riots, you know, doing their protests. Uh, not really. That was a joke. I hope you all got that joke. No one's really doing a protest, but people are upset. Some people are not upset. I think it's going to be very interesting there. Apparently, the, if you watch the trailer, there's this new girl, Bra, Brawin, Braywin, Brawin. I don't know what her name is. Uh, she seems like fun. They needed someone new in there to kind of shake this cast up. This cast and the Beverly Hills cast are boring as fuck over the last few seasons. So we got to we got to shake this up. Um I was a fan of OC from the beginning seasons and then it started to get really, really bad. So hopefully this girl can change it around. Um, I'm excited. It starts in August and I know I said I would want to do some recaps of the other two uh, underrated shows on Bravo, Below Deck and Southern Charm, which have been really good so far. But since we're already in the middle, deep in the middle of those episodes and seasons, I'm not going to do recaps of those. I am going to do recaps of OC when it starts in August and of New Jersey, which... I am going to reveal on this podcast that might be my favorite 
tied with New York. New York's everyone's favorite and it's Emmy Award uh, worthy. New York is fucking amazing, but I really, really think New Jersey might be tied as my favorite. So when New Jersey starts, which I believe will be in the fall, I will do recaps of those as well. So I am going to do recaps of OC. I am going to do recaps of Jersey from the very beginning, from the season premiere. I'm going to go through all those seasons. You heard it here first. There will be recaps coming. So get ready for those. Uh, That's all I'm going to say about Bravo today. I'm going to let you all get back to your holiday festivities. Thank you for joining me on another journey of lax awareness. Um, I know I keep saying I will have guests this summer. I will have guests this summer. I am finalizing the guest appearances. There may be one next week. I'm not going to say the name yet because it's still being finalized, if not next week, the week after and the week after that. So once all these guests are finalized, I will announce them, but there will be guests this summer and it's going to be really fun. So get ready for that. Follow me on Instagram at mfreeds26, M-F-R-I-E-D-S 26. Give me a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for sponsoring the Odex Shabbat. We will see you guys next week. Before. Bye-bye.